0: Y'all, What's up, y'all! Welcome to another chaotic episode of We Don't Know Her. I'm your chaos
1: leader, Katie, <laughs> and I'm your chaos co-leader, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh my god, you
0: know what else is new? Technically, we can't use technology, guys. This time, do you remember back when we used to have like um. What what were they called? Hard drives, like CD drives, US not like yeah, like kind of like USBs, but like the discs that you flash, yes, flash drive drive discs. Right, Mm -hmm. you had to blow on them. Mm -hmm. So I really just pulled into the vault and was like, "Listen, my memory of being a human was like, if things don't work, just take it out and blow on it, and then plug it back in." And sure enough, that's actually what worked
1: and got our mics to work. I mean, have you ever played Nintendo? That's exactly the classic move, and it it does work, which is why people still people being us, continue to still do it to this day.
0: Well, honestly, if there's any Gen Z people out there listening and you're like, I, I've i never had to blow on a thing,
1: you should know. Sometimes you might have Sometimes to blow on Sometimes you have thing. to blow on something. <laughs> and also, as we were just about to record, we sat down and we were ready to go and then the power went out, like partially, sort of. Just our stuff. <laughs> just, not like my house power or anything. There's not even
0: – it's like totally fine weather. Um, It's just – it's just us. Uh, yeah, we well, we maybe we'll put that little clip on of literally just being like, and okay, and then everything just turned and off. Down. So with that being said, we're today, um, it is fitting, I guess. We're gonna be talking about, you know, kind of going into the unknown, being okay with being in the unknown, of, of not knowing what's coming next. And we we've talked about acceptance of things before, but this is more so like This isn't about accepting things that have happened. It's about accepting knowing that you won't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's one way to put it.
1: That's (laughs) definitely one way to put it. I was going to say just sitting in the uncertainty Mm -hmm. and trying to be comfortable in that uncertainty because basically uncertainty is just anxiety, right? Like, I mean, maybe. Well, it can be for us. Right, typically, it's it's not necessarily synonymous, but it can be related and it does cause anxiety for us when we're sitting Mm -hmm. in the uncertainty because of itself. It's one of those like falls in on itself type of topics, you know, like we like to say meta, but um, yeah, so we have not really been good at sitting in the uncertainty very comfortably without trying to control the situation or maybe manipulate the situation in certain ways in our favor so we're here to talk about how we're accepting the comfort of the uncertainty
0: yeah yeah and we like as you can tell i mean obviously by the podcast we like to talk about what we already know what we've already learned what we've already done um, but now the next part of leveling up and expanding is really going to the future and going forward and as yes yeah, as two people who are pretty um we can be pretty type a and we like to know what's going on and we like to have a say in everything that happens and we like to try to control things and we can't so um we're going to kind of just talk about that some lessons that we've learned some situations uh some things that have helped us you know the use. um before we do that do you want to do do you have a
1: catch-up that you want to talk about i mean i really don't want to go dark <laughs> you know we were Katie and I were having a conversation before we started recording today about the audacity of people these days, just mm. in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't. I want to. I want to keep the mood somewhat good today. I don't want to go too far into the woes of the world. But um, I guess my only other catch up would just be that if you can notice like a difference in my voice today, if I sound very nasally, um, we are unwell today on more than one level, so just just keep that in mind if I sound like I'm underwater. But otherwise, you know, it's just another day, another dollar, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty much same. Um, yeah. I, I really don't think – I don't think I have much of a catch-up. I feel like, honestly, like this is one of those episodes where, like, my catch-up is – it coincides yeah. with the topic because it's happening in real time, and, like, the biggest part, I think – of what's going on in my life right now is this unknown mm-hmm. you know yeah and I guess that's also kind of how we came up with the topic today because as per usage, I'm going through something where I'm having to learn how to sit with the uncomfortability and you are as well but different situations
0: yeah and I'm um I'm, I'm in a different a little bit of a different place with it and it's it's a very new feeling for me like where I'm at now usually I feel like it's we're always kind of fresh on the heels of your, um, like, mm, discoveries or, like, your enlightenments. And you're always like, I just made a breakthrough. And I feel like I've, I made a lot of breakthroughs before, um, but I haven't, I haven't really done, had a lot of progress, I feel like, in the last few years. Like, I think I, a lot of things I was like, yes, I already know these things. I just need to get better at them. But this really feeling okay with unknowing is very new for me. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, all right, let's dive in then. And, um, do you have a place you want to start in particular?
1: Well, I guess, you know, this is one of those things where it is fairly new for me as well, because we've had our own ways of trying to control situations in the past because of, you know, pretty much a life that was built off of, anxiety and like disappointment and like all of these things trauma basically so i think at this point where we are right now um it's taken a long time to get here and to like get here on our own terms so you know for me i think i've kind of lived in like a state of like chronic disappointment so a lot of times i I kind of was just expecting things, like I I, I already was expecting things to not go in my favor. So I think this is a little bit newer for me because once I start to actually trust like the security of a situation, which I haven't done for a long time, and then when I feel like the rug is ripped out from under me, that's kind of what sparks this anxiety of uncertainty, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I think for a lot of my life, I was kind of just living in the mindset of like, how will i survive this whereas right now i'm more like what is going to happen though and i wasn't really concerned about the future so much as i was like what's in front of me and now that i guess like that's kind of settled for me a little bit now i can look to the future but it's causing like a whole new type of uncertainty and anxiousness i
0: think that a lot of times you know people naturally you know you don't You know that things could go wrong or your life might turn out not the way that you assume it might or whatever. You're always warned, like, you know, this might not go your way. You kind of are always taught that. But somewhere deep down, I think everyone believes, like, yeah, but... It might like it could you know it, it might and there's still that feeling of like it's nothing bad's really gonna happen to me like none of those things are really gonna happen and then when you do experience your first like major disappointment or something like i know for a lot of people it's like dreaming of going to a certain college if you don't get in or if you don't you know there's certain things like that where your first major disappointment or loss or something where you then realize that you actually things you want to happen and really plan on happening totally might not happen at all could Mm -hmm. just be gone so and we've talked about that before like feeling that a lot of people I think during the beginning of COVID had that feeling of uncertainty and that wave of unknowingness and that I think is driving what you talked about in the beginning of the episode of just like your little check-in of the audacity of people I think people are acting out now like disappointed toddlers because the life this isn't what they want and that's hard that's very hard to deal with Mm -hmm. and Now that you and I have both kind of reached the point of accepting when things don't go our way, we we know and now we're not that we're always happy about it but we know that. Now we are at the point where it's like we need to know going forward we have to still put in the effort every day to be our best selves and know at the end of the day that we might still not achieve or get the things we want or whatever. But the balance of Still trying anyway, and not using that as an excuse of like, well, who knows what's gonna happen? We could die tomorrow, so who cares? It's like, no, it's quite the opposite. You could die tomorrow, who knows? So you better do everything, anything, and everything. I think personally, that's how I look at it.
1: The memory that like really is like significant for me in terms of having to learn this the hard way um, was when I broke up with Cool Border, um, who formerly I referred to, two. yeah, <laughs> formerly too. Um, that breakup coincided with the early days of Corona. And so going through both of those experiences at the same time, it was like, I don't know, in a weird way, dealing with the uncertainty of this pandemic kind of helped me cope with the uncertainty of what I'm going to do now with my life. Because when I was dating Cool Border, although we had only been dating for a short time, I had gotten into that relationship, I think, a little too overconfident and feeling like you know, I learned all of my lessons that I needed to learn about relationships after breaking up with seven and like being single. And now I'm just going to go with the flow and have a good time and just like see where this takes me. And then, you know, flash forward, the relationship got very serious very quickly. So I was putting a lot of my eggs in that basket, even though I knew that it was a toxic relationship, but I was still depending on that as my security for, you know, like just financially. And then also um, like being able to, build the life that I want with, like, the dogs and the house and the boyfriend. So I was really banking on that. And when that relationship ended and then when COVID hit and it really hit me that, like, we actually have no idea how long this is going to last, um, it was definitely a huge eye-opener for me. And it was something that my therapist, I luckily had her at, at, during those days where she um, – brought it to my attention that this is a little bit more than just a life thing that's unique to me like this is like Mm -hmm. an existential thing right now so that's definitely like the the pivotal point for me where i was like oh this is actually a lesson that you need to learn for real Mm -hmm. if you want to be able to have some peace of mind for the rest of your life
0: i think that affected a lot of people that way of like you see i mean they're calling it now the great resignation uh, of everyone leaving their jobs and Suddenly feeling more comfortable with the unknown because you have now experienced it. And a lot of people, it's really hard to feel confident in the unknown when you have never experienced it. Um, And so many people, like you said, like go out of their way to make sure that they don't. And I used to do that every time I came to a crossroads of not knowing what I wanted to do or what was going to happen. I would just pick something and i would just say like this is what i want and if it was always something i could do or could make it happen because that way i didn't have to not know i could just continue to shift the story and um although like for me i think this my first major wake up call was when my ex ian passed away because that again you know w- was a huge as i was 20 years old yeah 20 um so you know that's a big I was right in that phase where I was like, yeah, sure, bad things have happened, bad things, but they're predictable bad things. They're, they're preventable. They're, they're things that if you do the right thing, you can make sure that that won't happen to you. Um, but unfortunately, you know, he fell off of a roof. That's not something that can be, well, technically could be funded, I guess, but it was not. And um, I think that once you realize that and I was like, wow, I don't know anything I instead swung the opposite direction of then trying to absolutely hyper control everything because it didn't make me feel I wasn't like oh wow now I know everything could just slip away like cool I shall be chill I was like oh my god everyone could die if Christine didn't answer me I was like are you dead are I still I still do that I still get nervous um but now it's definitely like and that was you know thir- almost 13 years ago 14, mm-hmm. right? 13 years ago. I ha- I'm unwell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's taken a, just, and now, just now, that happened so long ago. And I just now am being like, yeah, I, I accepted those things, but I didn't find any joy or excitement in the unknown. And that's kind of like where I'm transitioning into now is like a, I actually want to say this now because I don't want to forget it, but it feels like to me, very like lazy river vibes like I feel like I'm floating back to the where the like feet you know um, I'm going backwards but that way I don't know I can't see what's ahead of me and I'm just going mm-hmm. I'm just going I know that I'm on this ride I'm conscious I'm aware I'm being as careful as I can I'm looking around at other people but I'm I don't know what's gonna happen and that's kind of fun maybe wherever it takes me will be way better than anything I could have ever planned.
1: Well, when you kind of think about what it feels like in your body when you are so hyper fixated on like what is going to happen because there's so many possibilities and that's where like the anxiety comes in. We talk about that too is just like a million questions of what if this, what if that. Mm -hmm. And like for me, I can describe that feeling as like a tightness in my chest and it kind of makes me feel short of breath and it makes me feel very tense and um you know versus the discomfort of not knowing it's really just kind of it's more of like a you're like free falling so you don't really know what's going to happen but it is a different feeling i don't feel that tenseness i don't feel that shortness of breath or tightness in my chest when i let go of that control even though it is a little scary mm-hmm. um so just knowing that you know that's kind of helped relax my body a little bit when I feel myself getting a little bit too worried or really stuck in my thoughts about like what is going to happen I need to know and then depending on what the situation is like for instance I said that you know part of my catch-up is kind of you know related to the topic is just I guess to give a brief synopsis, um, the friend that I had mentioned before, who I have a very long history with, I've known for a very long time, like we've recently reconnected. And also more recently, I have told him that I have feelings for him more than a friend, which is, that's a big step for me in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And I've been in a place where I have felt pretty ready to be in a relationship, but also trying to stay very conscious of not rushing into relationships the same way that I have before so you know just by taking the step of voicing how I feel to this person to his face um, and having some idea of like where he's at with his journey and like his stance on being in relationships I don't know that we're necessarily in the same place and so I still decided to tell him anyway and You know now after the fact now I have no idea what is going to happen I don't know I don't know Um, you know it's not even to say that I'm expecting anything to happen it's really just the reason I told him how I felt was because I wanted him to know where I stood with our relationship like as friends and um, you know this this is like a very real-time thing for me so like kind of learning how to sit in this unknowing is um, you know I'm, I'm just trying my best to kind of hold myself back because in the past I've done a lot of like it, it'll trigger like my attachment style for instance like if I feel like I'm sensing distance it'll then um, kinda of trigger me to be a little bit more anxious and like feel like I'm a little bit more clingy and that's part of my needing to know what's going to happen like I need to know how you feel all of the time I need to know I need reassurance. I need to know that, like, are we going to be together? Are we not going to be together? And that's how my mind would work. But now it's just like, yeah, like, I still have those thoughts that are fleeting because the anxiety never goes away. But now it's just more of like, with patience comes good things no matter what. And good things doesn't always mean, like, that I will end up with this person necessarily. It will just be whatever brings me peace, whatever that looks like. And I know that with patience that it will get there, but patience has been a very hard lesson for me to learn because I just have always needed instant gratification in order to soothe that anxiety that I feel not knowing what's gonna happen.
0: I think that the the not, because I think, and I wanna make it clear because honestly, Christy, can um has a lot of feelings and isn't always as clear and I know what you're saying right now because I'm in on it but in case anyone else isn't I'm just gonna make this extra clear um you typically when telling someone your feelings the reason you would tell them is because you couldn't hold it in anymore and you must know how do they feel about me mm-hmm. and now what so do is this over is this a relationship is this whatever so knowing it's not so much the the um, expectation of what that you thought that it would be it's having any expectation at all Mm -hmm. and now being able to just say something and be like I just said it and that might just be nothing now Mm -hmm. and I won't know that that's the part that is is really hard and it's hard for me it's still hard for me like it's hard even like when you told me that I was like well and what now what are we gonna do Mm -hmm. like what so are you guys like dating are you not dating or like what is this um and it's really hard to Cause like my thing is I would get I I can let go of like the the, the details right like if I were you I'd be like okay so, who knows when we'll start dating or for how long but we will date, like we will right, like I would I like to put things in in kind of categories and then I and I like to know so, my current situation kind of bleeds into this but it's I you know we've been very open here about. N- we are child free and proud to be and um i as of late started feeling more comfortable with i I was comfortable with that i may or may not but i thought that at one day i would know like i thought one day i'll know if i do or don't i don't know what that is now but i thought one day i would and it just occurred to me the other day that one day might never i might not ever know and then therefore that would mean that I just don't have them. Because if I never do, if I never know, then I'm not going to. So even just feeling that was kind of a, of like a release and a weight off my shoulders of, you know, I because even then I was still waiting for that day to come of the day that I would know mm-hmm. if I did or didn't. So It's not the same as waiting to have a kid. It's just waiting to know. But now I'm not even waiting to know. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep doing it. And one day if I decide I will, I will. And if not, then I won't. And Well, for you,
1: do you feel like um, you need to know because you want to be prepared for the situation? I think it's more because I really am not a... It's funny, for how much I like to know
0: things, I'm not an overly prepared person, like even for this podcast. I don't, I know the things I like to know ahead of time, but I, will I do it ahead of time? Probably not. Um, so I, I think it's more so for me that I want to have a say and I feel like if I don't ever speak what I want and I just let things happen, then it might, then maybe I missed my chance to to use my direction. So it's it's like a give and take of like how much do you steer your life and how much do you just let it take you. And it that's the fear is I'm afraid of inaction and then therefore being regretful of that later that I didn't take time to think about it. So um but I also know at the same time that I do trust my gut and um I know that I have a strong intuition and I know that if I'm living in alignment and following the signs of what I need to do, whether that leads me to being a mother or not, is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. The point is to keep staying on the path and not to derail just because it would be a little easier to just make a decision. Um, because I think a lot of people even, like, make the decision, and I'll just keep using kids for an example, but, like, make the decision to have kids. Let's say they just got married or right before they were married. They're like, yeah, we want to have kids. And then maybe one of the partners changed their mind or didn't feel comfortable, but now you've already said it so that they just go along with it. And it's like, I, I'm i okay with going along on the ride. I just want to make sure I consistently check in with myself to make sure that, um, that I'm still at least headed in the direction I want to go, even if I don't know what will lie ahead of me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like you have to have – you have a part in it, too, mm-hmm. in a way. Like, you can't just live recklessly and be like, well, I'm just going to do nothing and right. wait for things to happen. But And you also um, can't do too much. It's very, very hard. Yes. It really is, like, just trying to stay balanced less. in some way. Like, do less, but also do more yep, at the same up, time. Pop Pop down. Exactly. And I feel like, like, for me, I'm definitely somebody that likes to feel prepared, and I think that that's probably just based off of... Um, you know, maybe certain things that have happened in my upbringing where I felt like blindsided by something or who knows what, I'm not a psychologist, but, Mm -hmm. um, but I do know that about myself that I feel the need to be prepared so that I can, um, make sure that I keep myself safe in whatever the situation is, if it were to go wrong. And I think a part of that is because I haven't always trusted myself. And now that I am learning to trust myself, I think that's, that's where it goes hand in hand for me where like the more that I learn how to trust myself and trust my instinct, then the less I feel the need to control and the more comfortable I feel and not really knowing. And a good example, I guess, maybe that just kind of came to me that my therapist said when, um, I, you know, I was in the wake of breaking up with cool border and mm-hmm. although I felt really shitty about myself in that relationship, for whatever reason, I was really sad after we broke up. Um, toxicity will do that to you but i remember you know i was kind of trying to get back out there and like meet people and i was talking to my therapist about how you know the fear that i'm basically going to find myself in another one of these situations or relationships is making me not really want to meet anybody um anybody that i meet the first thing that i don't like about them i'm like okay then no like i then we're done automatically And she basically told me like, you know, the answer is not to not get back out there. The answer is to trust yourself enough to know that, you know, as you are going through the motions and the process that you will be capable enough to handle whatever comes your way because you've been through things before. So that kind of stuck with me because it was like such a, I guess, obvious answer. But when you're in the throes of anxiety or the throes of feeling like, you know, striving for perfection or whatever um it's really easy to kind of lose yourself there but it really is the truth though it's like not focusing on making it perfect every single time just because you went through a bad thing is not the answer like it's really just knowing that you are capable resilient and that you can get through it so you know there's It's both, you know, it's a little bit of a risk sometimes, but it's also very exciting to not know what's gonna happen either. And
0: yeah, that's what I was actually just gonna say is that it's, it's when we think about the unknown, we're always focusing on the negatives. Like, Mm -hmm. because even as you said, you wanna be prepared in case things go wrong. Mm -hmm. In our minds, wrong is anything we didn't plan. Right. But like, what if we were hiking and it started raining and we freaked out because it wasn't part of our plan, but then there was a rainbow. You know, wasn't the plan, but did it make the hike even better? Maybe. So, like, I think we're always so worried about things going wrong and the unknown of the scary things that could happen. Well, the bad thing could happen again. Yes. But also, something even better than anything you've ever experienced could happen. So, it's, and again, I mean, I hate to be that person, but I really do feel this way is that, like, What's that old? What is it, Hamlet? What <laughs> is it from
1: Hamlet? You are not trying to quote Hamlet out here right now <laughs> on this fucking show. I don't
0: know what the quote is? I was like literally going to say it's like without the something like life wouldn't be so sweet. Like without the pain of life or the the you know what I mean. Like there's some there's a saying I think it actually is from Hamlet. Hamlet it's, like, is that you? Without the something like life wouldn't be so sweet. Whatever you guys are probably screaming at me right now. It's <laughs> so dumb, but you know. As much as you're afraid of the bad thing happening again and being afraid, number one, like, were you worried about the bad thing that happened the first time? Did
1: you see that coming? No. You don't, you don't, you can't see what's coming. You know what I mean? Like, you can prepare for the bad things and yeah, they can still happen, but you can also surprise yourself
0: mm-hmm. and be like, oh,
1: actually it can go really well and it's exciting.
0: hmm And I know it's like, I'm, I mean, I know it's a personal belief and this is something that uh, might not resonate with everyone, but... I really do think there's some, whether it's energy, whether it's the universe, whether it's whatever you wanna call it, there is something that happens when you become okay with it's like when people are always like, when you stop looking, you'll find someone. I think that's where it derives from, but like there's something that happens where when you release that, that energy and that like hold on the future and what must happen, the universe somehow is like, we see you, like we see you. Okay, because every time, I'm really not going to use the relationship example, although that is true with Ricky and I, but still, um, every time I've been at a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I don't care what happens. How about that? Whatever happens, fucking happens. The minute I reach that point, I get what I, what I wanted or a version of or something else that I didn't even see coming that was even better. But, um, you know, I felt that way with getting engaged. I felt that way with buying our house. Um, you know, I hit a wall both those times where I was so ready for it and just disappointed over and over that I was like, I had this crazy timeline of like, I must be married before I'm 30. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. Probably read it in 17 Magazine. And then um, I wanted to buy a house just for no reason. I just was like, I am would it. I just want it, okay? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I know that and it's something that you're in the process now too, but it's like, when you're getting rejected, same thing as dating, like when you're just, you have to just keep putting yourself out there over and over. And it's like, and I, you have to be like, yeah, and I don't know. And every time I might, this might,
1: none of them might be it. And you just have to keep now, going. here's the thing is like, it's very frustrating. Like mm-hmm. it, it really wears you down sometimes. And I was telling you, um, how like admittedly, I've had moments where i have felt like i'm being punished for something and i know that sounds dramatic but that's how it feels because you think logically in your head the more effort you put out the more reward you'll get like that makes sense it's a give and a take like you put an effort and then you get rewarded right away but that's the that's the part that you can't know like you don't know how long it's going to take yes it will come to you i'm sure but who knows how long that will take mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, you have to keep the faith and it can be very hard because the more rejection you get over and over and over again, the more you just want to give up. But you have to keep going in spite of that because you know that there is something better on the other side. It, you just don't know when it's going to happen. And that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the thing is like it's it almost makes it more intense, like the desire to have that thing. Like for me, a relationship, like a, a very deep meaningful soulful relationship is what I'm looking for and I just can't wait to have it and then also having a house and a home that is just a more elevated version of what I'm living now like I had that with my apartment but now I'm ready to kind of Grow up a little bit more. So, those two things are like my most coveted things in life. Like, when I'm talking about one, I'm talking about the other. Like, it's the same thing. The same feelings are involved trying to find both of those things. And it intensifies because I'm ready to test myself. Like, I'm ready to, to be put in situations that I don't expect so that I can show my capabilities and show, you know, sh- kind of show off the work that I've been doing. Um, but when that's not coming as quickly as you want, then you kind of have to be humbled a little bit and it's like yeah that's great you still have to do the work though like Mm -hmm. you still have to do the work you're just not going to get it right away
0: and and that you might not in your i mean when it comes to buying a house it's a little different but you might just always you might do the work for the rest of your life and just never get it like we were talking Mm -hmm. about people who train for the olympics and then don't place or win silver you might really dedicate your whole life to something and work really hard and know and not know if it's going to work out for you. That is the hardest part, but that's the part that is I think so many people when they reach their 30s and 40s and it really starts hitting you of like, wow, the dream's over. Like you start feeling not saying it is, because obviously I'm I'm in my mid thirties and I'm haven't even started my career yet. So I'm not I'm with you, but like you really do start feeling the the disappearance of hope and wonder and <laughs> curiosity um that you have in your in your teens and 20s and um and things are much more real now. We are very aware of what could go on and and what could happen. Um so it is harder, but I think that's the test. Is there is something that happens right around now where people split paths and there's one way where you can go where you just give up. I see I've seen so many people when they hit like their 40s, 50s to just give up and they're like, no, I, I'm done. I, I already know what's left for me. It's this. I'm just going to do this. No, you don't know. You literally don't know. And it's just such a waste of wonder and joy. Is like, the, we we get to live. I'm going to go real woo on you for a second. But like we get to live this human experience. We're the only ones who have this that we're aware of, that have the logic that we do on this planet, and are able to be aware of our past, our present, our future, and be really cognizant of it and like enjoy it. Everything every other creature is just trying to survive. We're the only ones who provide it. Yes, exactly. And even if you're just surviving now, you could always move forward mm-hmm. like not forever. So, I think there's just something that um like we said for whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm you don't know and something so and i think there. if you look at really successful people they're the people that believed that anything really amazing is just around the corner mm-hmm. something really incredible i'm just about to do it even when they started off and all the odds were against them and then there's people who've been given everything and start at the top and don't see the potential in the future and the unknown um and they just waste it so right. I think it's, we've said that, I have said this before, but I really do mean it. Like, you don't write your book. You're reading it. Like, you have no idea for whatever you think the book of your life, this is not a real book, (laughs) the book of your life, I like to call it, or your soul or whatever, like, you're not the one writing it. You don't know what's coming in the next chapter. You're reading it. So you should be on the edge of your seat excited. Like you're reading like a murder mystery thriller. Right. Think about
1: like would you want to read a book where like someone planned everything and it worked out the and exact you kn- way you were they like, planned? You're like, yeah, that's exactly that's what I knew great. what happened. Sounds fucking boring. Yeah. You you want to read about a book that's like, oh, wow, and then she tried this and she was against all odds and she still managed to succeed. And that's like the mindset that I'm trying to adapt now and like, you know, try to, I'm trying to like even kind of work out the words good and bad in my repertoire mm-hmm when it comes to making decisions because like historically for me like I've tried to stray away from things that may have been considered a quote-unquote bad idea or like something that doesn't make any logical sense and like what getting back with a boyfriend or like talking to Mm -hmm. somebody like for instance even dating cool border like as toxic as that was I don't regret it I mean that was like the relationship for me that really shook up like my whole self journey that I'm going through now. It's like, I think in the past I've judged myself for maybe making decisions or not making decisions, but really that was based off of maybe like other people's judgments of the situation or their own projections on the situation of like what they think I should or shouldn't do. And so therefore I had it kind of created in my head, like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you put yourself through this again when you've done this before when I and that's what I mean when I say like I have an adventure spirit. Like mm-hmm. I really am just living to see what is going to happen. Like mm-hmm. I it, one could perceive it as like me having to put myself through the pain to figure it out, but honestly, it's like I just want to see what's going to happen. I'm genuinely curious um whether this seems like a good idea or not. I No, listen, I'm not going to go in reckless, but good or bad is irrelevant. It doesn't matter if it's a good or bad idea. It's like if, if, if I'm yeah. being called to do this and see what happens, then I'm going to do it.
0: Right. And that, actually, so that's a good point, a good segue, into Like, what I, I wanted to bring up, um, when when Christy and I first started talking about this topic in general, um, I was saying that it reminded me, the, the everything we're talking about is a lot of Buddhist principles. Like, this is, or a lot of underlying messaging in Buddhism and in, like, Zen, Zen practice is just not knowing and being good with not knowing being good with not having with whatever you know on so many levels just do less literally just do less um so i wanted to read there was some things um some quick like little quotes but there's one buddha quote that says like the real knowledge is which the real knowledge which is nothing but wisdom can be attained by knowing the impermanent nature of all objects we hanker after and annihiling the cravings for them so It's literally like you know how bad you want these things and it's the wanting and the desiring and the constant obsession over what you need to get, what you need to achieve, what comes, whatever's going to happen to you. Um, The the more you release that is when you actually level up. And one of the like the best quotes of it is like, so if you have a choice in this life, you can either become an expert or you can not know and become Buddha. Like Buddha is the expert of not knowing. And when you reach, it's actually, it's not a level of unintelligence or ignorance. It's actually the highest level of knowing because you're so conscious of who you are that you're just a person and you don't know anything. It's like, that is actually the people who are like, well, I'm going to graduate and then I'm going to go to law school and then I'm going to practice for six years. Then we're going to retire. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're, how do you know? What if you lose all of, like, what if you lose all of your limbs tomorrow? Are you still going to do all those things? Like, what if there's just so many
1: things that could come up that you don't know well and also just like in those moments like finding the little like pearls of wisdom in the meantime you know like yeah it's am i having a great time not knowing whether or not i'm going to be in a relationship or not no but at the same time like it's teaching me a whole lot about myself and it's making me appreciate this time that i have right now anyway so it's you know, yes, I can embrace the disappointment or the frustration of feeling like I'm spinning my wheels and nothing is happening. And those moments are fleeting, but they're still there. And I think they're important to acknowledge. But on the other hand, I am still very thankful for everything that I'm going through right now at the same time. Like that's a broader statement, but there's joy to be found in that too.
0: Yeah. Like you can be, I think your feelings about you know what you want, or your disappointment, or your excitement, or all those things. Like your uh, every feeling is always valid. It's just whether you actually believe that you think you know what is or is not going to happen, for better or for worse. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like if you are like, no, I know. Just just take a moment because you don't, and then be like, and that's okay. Like that's totally okay. I think that especially in America, we are so like driven and go 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 and like you must know when I, my, I've been one of these people my whole life when people are like well what are you going to do then I'm like I don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll I'll let you know I I just don't because I've kind of had that feeling deep down even though it, like again I've been practicing it for a very long time of like just trusting my gut even if I'm like mm, <laughs> I don't know like I what I I I don't know. I mean, I because I was that person who thought, like, I really thought I was gonna be a journalist my whole childhood, youth, whatever you want to call it. That is what I wanted to do was expose the truth, expose people who were being unjust, all these things. And then it just felt so wrong all of a sudden, and I just didn't go. And I'm glad I've talked about this before, but of course it sounded crazy at the time when
1: everyone's like, what are you gonna do? And I was like, I don't know. And it, you'll you kind of notice like how it makes other people feel uncomfortable when very, you don't know. Because, that I, yeah, a lot of people do not like that about right. Me. And like you know, you kind of have to be careful because sometimes their um, discomfort with that can maybe influence like you thinking into you know, am am I doing the right thing? Like, should I be doing this? Should I actually go after this harder? Um, but you have to just be very headstrong and know that that's just their own uncomfortability. The other stuff is just kind of white noise at this point.
0: And I think my, I have two final points that I want to touch on, but one of them is, um, you know, I've noticed, we've talked about obviously cutting out toxic people and stuff like that, but if there's people in your life that are saying you have to know, you have to make a decision, you have to know, you have to decide, whatever, you can kindly explain to them, no, I don't. Um, I don't have to, when I'm ready to, I will make that decision and I trust myself and I want you to trust me enough to, to know what's best for me. And if they still can't do that, um, distance yourself because the more people you have that are trying to force you to know what comes in the future, I argue with my husband about that all the time. He's like, well, are you going to like it? I'm like I don't know he's like well how how what if, if I order this are you sure you're gonna like it I'm like no <laughs> are you gonna do you know how you're gonna feel in the future and he gets so frustrated with me and I'm like no am I gonna here am I might hate it and he's like well then we can't take the risk I'm like no we have to take it anyway I'm just being honest with you I have no idea I do not know so um you know it's I, again it's something that like a lot of people like to know the answers and and it it freaks them out when you are someone who's comfortable with not knowing so if this is like a new practice and something you're really trying to explore I would try to get people in your life on board with
1: it and if they're not then they can kick rocks yeah I mean like you can plan for things and prepare for sure and I think that that is important however don't expect that that's just how it's going to turn out right you
0: can have a goal you can have a dream but you can't be like but this will or will not Mm -hmm. like with any certainty in any in any sense and my very last point is there's a band uh, called Why that I love. I think I've talked about them before. But there's a quote. I actually have a shirt. One day I'll wear it on here. It's a crazy shirt. Um, but it says down the sleeve, it's a quote from one of the songs. And it says, and what comes next, I guess I'll know when I've gotten there. And I remember when I first heard that and just being like, it it just made sense so much to be like, right, what comes I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll know when I get there. And then I'll know what happens. And I think that's a quote that like really resonates with the topic of just I'll let you know when I get there. If somebody's Mm -hmm. like, what's going to happen? be like, I don't know, but I will keep you
1: posted. Yeah, exactly. Um, My only final point is just like, you know, obviously this is many lessons rolled into one, but I would like to think of myself as like a little bit um, maybe like Buddha. (laughs) So you know the golden rule Mm -hmm. that you learn in kindergarten, like treat others the way Mm -hmm. that you would want to be treated. Well, I made maybe like a diamond rule, if you will. It's more of like something to remind myself that – I should treat myself the way that I want to treat others. So I'm always worried about other people's feelings, other people's thoughts, how they feel. Are they comfortable? Like, are they okay? Um, What can I do for them in their time of need? And really, you know, when I start to feel myself being overly concerned about other people and what they're doing, that's my reminder to turn it back on me and be like, treat myself the way that I would treat somebody else. Ask myself the same questions. Give myself the same yeah, reassurance. Yeah, you would never ask
0: someone else, like, what are you going to do in four years? Tell me an answer. Now right. They'd be like, like, I don't know.
1: It's it's just a way to kind of, um, you know, build that self-love of, like, kind of talking to yourself the way that you would talk to other people because we just so easily forget about our own feelings and how we feel about something. So um, I'm basically Buddha. Wow. You know? Um, okay. <laughs> so, um... <laughs>
0: Let's wrap up and do our actual diamonds, um, <laughs> which is a bright spot in a dark week. I'm going to go first. <clears throat> wow. Okay. So, guys,
1: I'm obsessed with the dropout. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Katie's transformation into Elizabeth Holmes started a few months ago. So, mm-hmm. um, There's actually, if you want to
0: go to our Instagram, there was a clip of me wearing a turtleneck with my hair up in Christy. That was actually the day when I was like, does she wear her? Doesn't she wear it? Uh, and you're yeah. like, no. That was okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I've read about Elizabeth Holmes as much as the next person. I don't know. It just didn't, like, interest me. Like, something about, like, the blood and the science. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Fake, whatever. Cool. Um, red hair, like, red, whatever. <laughs> so, I'm going to bed. So, I really was hesitant to watch it. And then I saw someone, I forget who, somebody posted online, that were obsessed with it. And I was like, the way and I trusted this person, I can't remember who it was. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm... Fucking obsessed. Like I'm gonna watch the show again. The acting in it, guys. You ready? This is this is an inspiring step forward. Oh god, this is an inspiring. (laughs) Don, don. Listen, this is an inspiring step forward. I've basically made the
1: transformation. I'm fully ready. (laughs) The transformation Um, is complete. Well, funny little tidbit about uh, this is that like. Maybe a week ago, I said to Katie, I was like, I think I want to watch that show, The Dropout. I heard that it was actually very riveting and the acting was impeccable. And you are like, mm, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I'm just like not into that story at all. <laughs> See, that's why you never
0: know. You <laughs> never know. Just
1: when you think you know. Today,
0: today's no could be tomorrow's diamond,
1: you know? All of our millennials. Do you remember, Um, was it behind the music? You think you know, mm. but you have no idea.
0: Yeah. You True life. life. Oh. Yes. Are you
1: sure? Yeah, this is the true story, the true life. Oh, yeah, you think you know, but you have no idea. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was behind the music. No. Okay, cool. But, um, similar vibes. So, um, yeah, I just like Cara recommend enough, please
0: go watch the dropout it's the acting like yes the story is crazy but it's the acting of it all that is just it's like jim carrey she literally changes her face and becomes and like the dancing i just <laughs> guys watch it and please dm me like i want to talk about this because i haven't i haven't even gotten to watch once it once you watch it and then like we need to start a group like a, and like
1: just keep discussing like this. a book club for a, just the dropout. but just the dropout where we just keep watching the dropout and just keep talking about it god this is a lot of hype see now my expectations are high they should be they've been high and you know they I'm worried be. because I don't want them to be disappointed They won't be um okay so let's see my diamond you know I'm not gonna lie um you heard it once you heard it twice I this is a week that I don't really know that I had a lot of joy mm-hmm. um that is coming to my memory um well you gotta be honest sometimes if you don't <laughs> you don't. <laughs> is this like a a first I had a week filled with no joy. <laughs> she had not one thing that made her nothing smile. Sparked nothing sparked my joy. A TikTok? Nothing? Um. Listen, this was a week that, you know, nothing in particular really sparked joy, per se. It was a week that I survived. And, you know, I maybe that's just diamond enough for me at this point, is that I'm still here, I'm still conscious, I'm still doing the work, learning a lot of things about myself, and living to tell the tale, so I wish I had something better to say, (laughs) and I don't, I truly, truly don't, and listen, that's just me being transparent, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry, I should, I should let you go first, okay, (laughs) that was a mistake, um, you know what, guys,
0: (laughs) on a, on a bright Uh, note, um, I did, I also, I'll take up Christy's other diamond, oh, cool, there's a brand called La La Leaf, I, (laughs) On Instagram. Cool, okay. <laughs> you guys want to sponsor us? Um, but no, I got their and Like, I'm obsessed. So, um, double, double wow. diamond for me, no cool.
1: for Katie's okay, like, anyway. So, I know that like you're in despair and like you have nothing that's making you happy.
0: But <laughs> no, I, I don't want to leave that I know. on a sad note. Um, it's okay. okay. Anyways,
1: so just like, Chris, you'll be fine. Don't no worry, guys. Yeah, um, I'm fine.
0: All right, so as per usual let's see how this goes follow us on instagram and tiktok at we don't know her pod our tiktok of john from last week was very popular i think it's because it didn't really have me and christy in it so i think that's the trick is like people we like it when it is not you guys so Mm -hmm. if that's what you're looking for if you're looking for people that aren't us on this podcast let us know Mm -hmm. trick yep and, okay, so follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We don't know her pod. Send us an email at we don't know her pod at gmail.com. Make sure you go on iTunes, SpyTunes, <laughs> Spotify,
1: <laughs> and rate five stars and subscribe. And, um, and maybe, yeah. like, send me some recommendations for some diamonds or something. Like, I still have my everydays, but, like, write us. Tell us, tell me something that brought you joy. Yeah. Maybe that'll bring me joy this week. Yeah. Or tell Christy that you brought... Her joy and then you can be her diamond guys what we're saying is please talk to <laughs> seriously okay all right, all bye. right. bye bye